We're back. Talking about whiskey. That's right. That's what we do here. We've got goofs. We've got whiskey. We're talking about them. My name's Luke. I'm the one that doesn't know whiskey. And this is... Me. That's Jordan. He knows whiskey, but not his own name, sadly, and that's weird. So, what are we talking about today? Um, I thought we'd talk about Ribena. I, I used to love Ribena as mm. a child. Warm Ribena. Do you know, as a child, you used to love it. Tried it as an adult, completely gone off. No, it. but didn't we try it as an adult with Ribena we found in the cupboard from when we were children? So, the whiskey. Yeah, let's get back on track. <laughs> okay, so, I thought, seeing as we've got to D in our alphabetical... Run. And I, I realised you were doing time, that. I think it's the first time I've actually acknowledged it on the podcast. I realised you were doing that yesterday. Well, not yesterday, like three weeks ago. But I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think this is the first time I've actually acknowledged that's what I've been doing. Um, we're on Drum Shambeau. What are you going to do for Zed? Oh, hopefully we'll get to season three, season four before we get out of letters in the alphabet. I've got a tactical choice on this one. <laughs> is there an X with Bail. Um Probably. <laughs> I, I've I've planned up to H so far. Okay, that's quite far in. That's like 12, 15 letters of the alphabet. We're talking about Drum Shambeau. which is an Irish pot still whiskey I really do enjoy. Anything to do with Rochambeau? No. Okay. I don't think so. Maybe not. Who knows? Could be. It is from, and I love this even more, the Shed Distillery. That's ah. literally what the distillery is called, the Shed Distillery. We have, um... We're going to cover this bottle in a minute. I was going to say, the bottle's got a lot going on. We've got a lot going on on the bottle, and I knew this would draw your attention in. It's not got a lot going on until you look at it, you know? It's not like one of those... It turns out, if you don't look at it, it's pretty, like... You know. No, but you know standard. when you, you know you walk past a carnival, there's a lot going on. You walk past like Only a little you shop, it. you don't notice things until you look at it. So, what are the facts about Drum Shed? Well, first of all, what I love about the Shed Distillery is apparently it is the Shed Distillery of PJ Rigney. Ooh, does he work in his pajamas? I don't know. Maybe he's he's just called like Peter John or Paul John or Pastor John. Philip. Or... John. <laughs> Philip Jeremy? No one will be called PJ Philip Jeremy. Oh my, if he's actually called Philip Jeremy, I'll Maybe that's why face. he shortened it to PJ, because it does not flow. Uh, apparently it was during the solar transit of the winter solstice sun in 2014 <gasps> that saw the renewed tradition of distilling Irish whiskey return to the western province of... I, pr- I apologise because my pronunciation is rubbish on this kind of stuff. Connacht. Connacht. C-O-N-N-A-C-H-T. I'm going to say Connick. Yes, apparently PJ and Denise Rigney, along with their dedicated team of distillers, laid down the first whiskey in, again, I, I apologise for my pronunciation on this, Connick, in over 101 years. Um, but yes, apparently they That's actually started true. distilling before they actually um, got the, the new building in place for what is the distillery today. Oh. So um, I think one of the things was they wanted to, to start it on the solstice, which, you know, fair enough. I like that. I like a little solstice situation um now during the, the shed distillery is is well i mean hence its name it's a, it's a very small kind of shed like building so they don't produce that much which is one of the reasons why i do like it as well because it's a nice small batch kind of release um and their whiskey is triple distilled um drum shambo which is the one we're talking about is a single pot still irish whiskey so a single pot still um means that do you actually know what pot still whiskey is? That's what I was about to get to. A single, it's a, a recap. Single pot still. <laughs> well, I'd say a little single pot still whiskey. 
And that's what I'd say a single pot. Oh, right, yes, yeah. yes. So okay. what I got out of that, like... Was, oh, it's crazy. I must have, I if, you, if you really slow down what Luke was saying and change the frequency, you will find out that what he was actually saying is... Uh, is my voice. You've never said something so in-depth and nuanced. Mm. Um, yeah, pot still whiskey is unique to Ireland. It's a great kind of traditional style. You get things like Green Spot, Red Breast are very famous ones I know we've talked about before. Uh, both of those um, are actually distilled at the Middleton Distillery. Um, Teeling in Dublin, they also have their own pot still whiskey. Hinch, uh, they also have a pot still whiskey. I'm, I'm sure I'm thinking of some others as well and I'm drawing a blank on them. But when you use pot still, it is you use malted and unmalted barley in it. So you can't call it a single malt because it's not all malted barley. And this all stems back to the malt text, which I know we've talked about before. And to get around paying so much tax on your malted barley, you'd put unmalted in so that you weren't obviously paying so much. I remember that. This happened in other places as well, not just Ireland. It happened in Scotland and England. However, the uh, when the malt tax was repealed, Scotland uh, in particular went back to single malts and Ireland stuck with this pot still style. And like I say, to this day, it is still something you find in Ireland. And I, I do like it because pot still whiskey tends to have a nice spice to it. Talking about the bottle, which I know, uh, this is why I had to do this whiskey. Is there a jackalope? There is a jackalope on this. So first of all, we have a cryptid, effectively, on a bottle of whiskey, which I knew you would love. whiskey. Yes, there is a jackalope. For people who don't know what a jackalope is, it is obviously real. First of all, we all know this. Um, I think a jackalope is technically a hare with... um, Antlers. Antlers. It's not, but what I'm saying, it's not a rabbit, it's a hare, isn't it? It's a hare, yeah. yeah. It's a hare with antlers, um, obviously. Antlers are seasonal which is why jackalopes are harder to find. Yes, because for only one night a year, um, the antlers come through in spectacular form uh, and then they, they get fallen. And people often think that these are just discarded deer antlers, but they are wrong. Yeah, you can, <laughs> you can tell. You can tell. Um, the other thing I like about this bottle is, first of all, I do like the kind of like um, stamped it out label. Yeah. Um, but it does remind me of a stamp because it has those wiggly lines. It's got like feather cuts. Um, but it's also got runes on it. I was gonna say, is there some? What's the runes about? I can't remember what it translates at um, because it's quite a few years since I found out. But it is proper. They are proper Irish runes in there, apparently, or Celtic runes. Oh, that's really cool. Um, so yes, it does actually translate about something, and I can't remember what it is. I enjoy... But I think it, I have a sneaking suspicion it's something about like nature and um, something like that. Maybe it's how. Maybe you have to use that as a map. And you take this, you peel this off, and you use the runes as a map, and then you find the jackalope. Okay, so first of all, we all know that the map to the jackalope is on the back of this, just like the yeah. map to the National Treasure is on the back of the Declaration of Independence. That's what I'm saying, and you have to get um, lemon juice. I was going to say, that's exactly the next thing I was going to say, is you do need lemon juice to reveal this. Um, now, that's interesting, because jackalopes are actually allergic to lemons, as we all know. Well, that's so the jackalopes can't take it and hide it, so they're never found. Which, arguably, I mean, leave them to their peace, you know? <laughs> On a more serious note. <laughs> uh, now, why I like um, the other thing I like about Drum Shambo is it is. I mean, looking at the colour, it's very light, I won't lie. Uh, a lot of American note goes into this, but they do also use um, Oloroso casks as well, just a little bit, not to overpower it. Um, I should also point out sorry, they use Irish malted barley, um, barley, and Irish barra oats. So you actually have some oats going to this as well, which is a nice one. Is Does that make you feel like it's breakfasty? 
Well, um, I, uh, oats has been a, a distilling grain for a while, but you what? don't get to see it that much uh, anymore. It kind of gets a bit of a bad reputation because um, it was kind of abused for a long time because oats were quite cheap, and so they were creating some very inferior whiskies with it. What but stage were the oats properly, in? Sorry? What stage? I'm assuming raw oats, like steel-cut oats. And... No, they made porridge with them first. <laughs> really like that they've gone more down the American oak. Um, this is one of these things I, I have a lot of conversations with people. I, I won't lie, I, I love sherry cask whiskey. I do, I love sherry. But sometimes um, bourbon casks and American oak in general gets overlooked, I feel, and it doesn't do it justice because people say, oh, I don't want that one, it looks light, whereas that one looks dark and it's going to be better. They're different styles and you not every whiskey is suited for sherry casks. The problem is, in my opinion, we've never reviewed a non-sherry cask whiskey. Uh, literally, last time we talked about Krigelki, which is American oak cask matured. Did I say it smelled like sherry, though? No, I think you went on about the colour. Oh, that does sound like me. I like its little, I like its little stamp. So in above this, it's got like a little... For the this is a visual medium right now. Uh, yes, everyone with your headphones, listen. <laughs> it's got like a little metal circle stamped into it's it. It's like the um, into um, the bottle. Kill home and bottles that have the Triskelion. Yeah, so basically just there's the main sticker, and then to the right of that there is a close your eyes, envision a bottle. We could always just put a picture of this on Instagram, I suppose. We could. <laughs> yeah, I mean check caffeine adult minds on Instagram for a picture of this bottle. It's giving me the Edwardium times with the powdered faces and the little... So I think we'll move on to the tasting section. Yes. Oh, yeah, I forget I do a thing on this bit. Spin. Um, well, three globs turned into one glob. I'd say they're very slow. And... Close. They're like... Friends having a day out with nowhere to go. Smells of sherry. Yeah, it smells of it's very light, and it smells of sherry. There we go. It's very light and it smells of sherry. It's not bad. It's not a bad smell. Some of them are bad. That one's not. I think you're just coming to like the smell of whiskey. No. More of them are turning to not not bad ones. I, I think noticed. it's just because I like notice the smell of sherry more. Uh, so yeah, the legs are quite. To be fair, they're quite far apart, but they are running a little bit faster. Mine were slow and close together. Look at them. That's like a line of bumps that aren't moving. That's the click. The legs are with this run down, look. Oh, I just thought they were going so slow. See how they're running? See how all that bit's running there? I thought they were going so slow that they hadn't started running yet. It is very, like I say, a lot of American oak has gone into this one. It's uh, very, very pale. Now on the nose. Sherry? It's 43% ABV. You do get quite a bit of alcohol just on that top bit. Okay, uh, do you know what? <gasps> what? No. Top of the glass, right? Ah. Top of the glass is very vanilla -y. Ah. I've told you about this. You know how you like you smell the top, the medium, and the bottom of the glass, right? Yeah, you've mentioned it 101 times. I'm not so the top of the glass that. is very vanilla -y. But? The bottom of the glass does have... A bit of a sherry note. Oh my god, Luke, I'll let that one slide. I can't believe it. I was right. Three seasons in. Um, yeah, that's actually... That's the most accurate whiskey review I've ever done. It does have a little bit of a fruity side at the bottom. I think I'm a pro now. A bit of spice kind of building on the bottom as well. I didn't get any spice. Cask spice. I didn't get any cask. 
it does coat the mouth very nicely. 43%, you've got a bit more oils to it. It has a little bit of a, a slight creaminess to it, and that's the barley coming through. Like an elmly? No. No, not as heavy as that. <laughs> like a Tesco own brand single cream? It's quite cereally as well. It does have that kind of malty side to it. Cereally? Yeah, like cereal biscuity notes when you get like a lot of malt come through. Oh my god, just let me finish what I'm doing. Okay? <laughs> it's like a, 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 a digestive biscuit. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, but sweeter because it is. Digestive it's... biscuits are pretty sweet. They're not the sweetest biscuit. No one's ever gone, mm, this digestive biscuit, very bitter with its red Actually, sugar. To be fair, digestive biscuits are quite like dry. They're not a particularly sweet biscuit. What about the chocolate coated digestive biscuits? Obviously, the chocolate coated digestive biscuits are a different kettle of fish because they have chocolate on them. Who is putting kettles in fish? Very, very vanilla-y. A, a lot of the American oaks gone into this, you can tell. Um, but on that finish, it does just build a little bit and you're getting a hint of that sherry kind of on the way down. Um, it's a little bit more citrusy than green orchard fruits, but uh, not really necessarily a problem. So, five facts about Drum Shambo and the Shed Distillery. Five facts about Drum Shambo and the Shed Distillery. Um, winter Solstice. Winter Solstice? Yeah, which was what? That's when they started distilling again? They or they got the inspiration the to distill in. They did the first distillation yeah. in Solstice. There's a rune on it that is Old Gaelic. Slash maybe, I don't know what you call Irish runes. Slash Irish runes. Gaelic, Gaelic. Could be that. Apologies. Um, they literally work out of a shed? Yes. So that's three. I'm doing well, I'm doing well, I'm doing well. Um, four. Uh, Denise. PJ and Denise. PJ and Denise, well done. Uh, five. That's five facts. Oh, oh no, was that four? Oh, sorry. I was no. gonna. Yeah, sorry, you are right. You got one more. I will happily allow PJ no. and Denise to be no. separate each. That's my bad. Um. Okay. So five. Uh. Five. Uh. Something about the whiskey itself. Come on, because you've gone very. I have no idea where this one's going. They believe in the jackalope. They believe in the jackalope. <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to do the car, 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 I have no idea where this is going. Car, I'm sure it's a C word. <laughs> car, cool. I thought it was an alcohol. Cognac? Cognac! That that was a mis... You can't have a fact about a mistake you made, Cognac. No, I'm trying to say the actual word that I thought was Cognac. Oh, no. Fine, I want... Can I have the jackalope one? Well, I don't know if they typically believe in it. Single pot still! Single pot still! <laughs> single pot still. It is a single pot still whiskey, yes. Yes! Which means? Five facts. What does a single pot still whiskey mean? That was five facts. Single is one distillery. Single is one distillery, and pot, pot still, still refers is to the fact they use copper pot stills. Yes, but they um they it's barley oats. It's barley oats. They use malted and unmalted out barley, but in this case, they also use oats. Yes, that was like seven facts, really. I think for the next facts, only have to be three. 
Well, this has been Caskheads. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please rate and review on whichever podcasting platform you use. It really does help us, but more importantly, may lead to others listening in and discovering this show. Uh, I'd also like to thank Adrian and Alison of the Weed Ram Whiskey Shop in Bakel. They're great people with a range... Great... <laughs> yeah, they're great people with a great range of whiskies, and they're happy to share their knowledge. They also have a website, which is www.weedram.co.uk. Um, we should also mention that you can check out our other like podcasts and videos by going on caffeineaddledminds.co.uk which is our website you can follow us on instagram at caffeineaddledminds you can go on our youtube channel which is caffeineaddledminds but we also have caffeineaddled games that's what i was going to get to yeah caffeineaddledminds got little animations coming out yep that's all of the socials and as always we'll leave you with this one editing goof bye bye that's it that's it no there's... I know I couldn't put my finger on earlier on. The sherry. They've ground up a jackalope porn in there. <gasps> no! <laughs> no! No, they have not ground up jackalope horns in this whiskey. <laughs> no jackalopes were harmed in the making of this whiskey. Should hope not. Because everyone knows you, you can't... They're antlers, not horns, by the way. Horns are an entirely different thing. Yeah, they have horns as well. No, they have only antlers. No. You can't shed a horn. No, jackalopes have horns as well. And then you'd be able to discern that jackalope from a regular hare. No, they just have a horn that they blow into, and that's their call to let the others know that the hunters are coming after them. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, sorry, yeah. (laughs) I didn't know we were allowed to disclose a jackalope call horn. Well, obviously, I'm not going to keep this bit in.